Good morning and welcome once again to InFocus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Stacia Aylor, the Executive Director and Program Director, Starless Skinner, from a program that's been up and going in the Tyler area for about 10 years that I have just recently begun to learn a lot more about, the first T of Greater Tyler. Good morning to both of you. Great to have you with us. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Sure thing. Don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. First T, Greater Tyler. I am going to have to say a unique concept in nonprofit youth development work. Let's get a little bit of history. I understand the First T program actually had some pretty heavy hitters behind it, and it got up and going in the United States in 1997, came to Tyler in 2011. And if either or both of you can just kind of give us a little bit of background on uh, what First T is specifically in the Tyler area and how it works with kids. So we are one of 148 chapters across the United States. We also are global. We have um, chapters um, in Japan, Australia, Morocco, Mexico. We have So we're not just in the United States anymore. We mm. have branched out. So this is really great for um, when our kids get older and get to do more things. But here in the Tyler area, area, we've been since 2011, and we have just grown to a capacity where we will now have two locations to be at. And we will be at Waldrop Park and at Oakhurst Golf Course at our main course, and Emerald Bay is where we do classes and programming. All righty. Uh, what is First Tee all about? Uh, why do you exist? What do you do? How do you work with kids to uh, teach them how to play golf and also build character and things of that nature? Well, in golf is a lot like life. You have to have perseverance and integrity and lots of other things that go into golf. Respect, honesty. Those are some of our core values that we teach at a class. And as far as the golf skills, they come in and get to learn about golf, and we teach them through the life skills part, the game of golf. Very good. Your headquarters is actually at Oakhurst Golf Club, which is in Bullard, correct? Yes. And then you also have, you said Emerald Bay, and you also have a new facility, which, uh, and I do mean new, it's maybe about a month old, called, uh, at Waldert Park. Yes. Uh, yeah. Waldert Park has been a dream of the board members since the inception of uh, the Tyler Junior Golf Foundation in Tyler. And so... Um, it's been a drawing and somebody's desk for years. Uh, there was also a lease drawn up with the city of Tyler that uh, we were finally able to partake of um, in, to, in 2019 when we built our putting green, chipping green, and a limited flight driving range. And then this last year, we finally completed our pavilion thanks to the Women's Fund of Smith County mm. and our building. Um, and so we were able to have our grand opening at, as well as a couple of uh, camps that we welcome 20 kids at. Um, and so we are really excited to have it open and we'll be able to have fall classes as well starting in September. Uh, you mentioned something called the Tyler Junior Golf Foundation. Yes. And looking at your website, I believe, is that your official name and uh, you do business as First Tee of Greater Tyler, just to clarify it for our listeners? Yes, sir, that is correct. So Tyler Junior Golf Foundation was uh, created back in 2008 by um, quite a few member golf members of uh, the city of Tyler that wanted to create a junior golf program and so uh, they started that in 2008 and then we became a chapter in 2011 of First Tee. Alrighty, talking to 
Stacia Alor and Starla Skinner with First Tee of Greater Tyler. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. And let me give out a little bit of contact information right now so people will know how to learn more about you. FirstTGreaterTyler.org is the website. You're also on Facebook under the same name. And you're, as you mentioned earlier, headquartered at the Oakhurst Golf Club in Bullard. And uh, want to give you a call. They need to call 903-705-7281 or they can email info at the GT. Dot org. One of the things that really jumped out at me from your website, you had some heavy hitters in the very beginning. This was, you know, 13, 14 years before it came to Tyler, but uh, it all started with a question, why don't more kids play golf? And the next thing you know, the LPGA, the Masters, PGA of America, PGA Tour, and the USGA uh, got behind this. So it all started with them. I would say, by and large, safe to say you got off on the right foot of nothing else. Definitely. Yeah. All righty. Let's move into um, some of those core values, first of all. And then we're going to talk about the different programs that you have. Um, things like making proper introductions, managing emotions, resolving conflicts. There are about six items on your website that uh, talk about what you try to teach to these kids. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the importance of the different components of your program, all the way from the proper introductions, all the way down to planning for the future, appreciating diversity. So at the very first, when you start at the player level, the very first day that you show up to class, no matter your age, whether you're seven to 18, we teach you how to shake hands, look the other person in the eye, say your name properly, and be very confident in the person you are. So that's where we start building the confidence for the kids and teaching them golf etiquette. And that will translate into life itself. When they learn those skills, then it becomes easier off the course, at school, at home, and those sorts of things. And all the while, they're learning how to play golf. And I, I'll have to admit, I, I, I like golf. Not a huge fan of it, but I do. Every now and then, I like to turn the TV on and watch a tournament. It's, uh, I find it very relaxing. And I know that it, golf is huge in Tyler and really in the entire East Texas community. There wouldn't be mm -hmm. nearly as much money being handed off to uh, nonprofits in this area if it weren't for golf tournaments. But uh, I'm, I'm not the most golf literate person in the world, so I think I'm kind of uh, personally I'm kind of going to be learning as I go, and I'm really looking forward to it because it looks to me like you have a really great program. And one of the things that um, uh, we talked about before we went to air is the number of kids who have been through your program. You're getting about uh, anywhere from well, actually each year you may have about 500 kids registered for the program. And in what you call a unique category, which is uh, kids taking advantage of more than one of the programs you run during the course of the year, I believe anywhere from 250 to 400, already in the 10 years you've been in existence, it sounds like you've really touched a lot of kids. Yes, each year we touch many kids across the state of, of not the state of Texas, but across the East Texas area for golf. Um, not every single one will come back the next year, but we hope that they learned the skills. Um, sometimes they're just learning if they like golf, and then sometimes they just come back for friends the next year, and then they learn to love golf later on. All right, and I take it that that's what's happened. You got uh, several thousand kids now who probably mm -hmm. had very little association with golf in the beginning, and now they've learned to love the game and learn some great values along the way is what it sounds like. Yes. Okay, real good. Well, let's get into the actual program. And uh, there are 
five, what I'm going to call major levels, if that's the correct terminology, uh, starting with player and going all the way up to ace, uh, basically aged base, if I understand it correctly. But there's also a program that uh, is for kids ages five to six, and you call that the Little Chippers program. Tell us, let's start with that. Tell us how that works. All right, so Little Chippers are five to six years old, and those classes are an hour long, and they um, learn how to chip and putt, and they get the core value starting out with respect. So uh, first day of class, we teach them how to shake hands, how to introduce themselves. They're so cute. Um, they're all just, you know, they're friendly anyway, and they learn how to shake hands properly, and uh-huh. then, um, you know, they they learn the respect aspect. They re- learn perseverance through the chipping and putting games that we have, and then uh, once they get to seven, then they move in to player, and that's when we go more in depth into our core values. All righty, let's take those one at a time, starting with player. Who's eligible for that? How does it work? What are you trying to teach? Everybody that is new to our program starts at player. So whether you're the age of seven or 18, you would be categorized as a player. And that just starts where you learn um, penalty areas, how to shake hands, how to persevere, how to um, keep score. And if you've played golf, I put you with other kids that are your age so i'm not going to have a 17 year old with a seven year old Mm -hmm. or a 15 year old with an eight year old they're going to stay in the age groups so they're just aged up but they might all come together they will all come together at the end and talk about core values and what they learned that day all right a required minimum age seven but it's basically for people who have never played golf before young people who've never played golf before there's a reference on the website to the first tees code of conduct i think you probably uh starla probably covered that pretty well in very general broad terms was there anything else you wanted to share about the code of conduct and what it is and how it works well the code of conduct when you're in our um classes and when you're older it talks about how you conduct yourself outside of first tee on your social media page and Mm. all those sorts of things it we require you at a higher standard we expect you to come in and be responsible and respectful and you know we don't want any of our participants to be a bully or anything like that so that way we know that they we hold them to a higher standard in our program very good now from player you move on to par recommended minimum age is nine but i assume that uh well you have to start on the player level right right? okay and to move up you have to go through player twice and then you take a written um exam and then you have a uh, you have to play nine holes and then you have to do a nine hole putting course and then you work on chipping you have to make so many out of that, and then you get to move up. So there are some golf skills required. All right. Uh, focus, though, on interpersonal and self-management skills on and off the course. Yes. So, okay. And then we move up to birdie, recommended minimum age 11. Of course, you know, depending on how old you were when you first got into the program on the player level. And here we get into an emphasis on what, setting goals, making them a reality? Yes. Yeah, so... W- I have them set goals that are reachable and then we talk about how we get there and then um, each week we work on what they 
are focusing on, uh, whether it's chipping or putting or driving the ball further. And then we also, I also have them do um, goals outside for like school, GPA, where they want to go to college. Because by the time you're at the birdie level, you're fixing to go into high school Mm -hmm. and you need to have some goals set out for you, what you want to accomplish. Talking to Stacia Aylor and Starla Skinner with the first tee of Greater Tyler this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, and uh, moving on through the program, advancing through the program, uh, we just got done with birdie, and now we move on to eagle. Recommended minimum age there, 13. And uh, what happens on the eagle level? Eagle, you just build up on that and then you really work on uh, your go-to team your go-to team can be your coaches um, teachers you learn who you can go to when you have a problem or you need help with something and you can rely on them to give you wonderful strong advice Uh, a lot of times you know i have kids that come back to me and they're like this is happening or this is happening here Mm -hmm. i want to go to this school i want to um do this and then we sat down and we talk about how we're going to get there all righty so that's uh, you're learning resilience you're learning conflict resolution and future planning on the eagle level and finally last but certainly not least ace required minimum age 14 or entering ninth grade this is for the ones that have gone all the way through the program and they finally reached that ace level what happens there this is one percent out of all the chapters kids make it to the ace level Mm -hmm. it is that is where you learn perseverance the most you have four huge projects you have to do you work on your golf game you work on your career path your um then you have to do volunteering with and come up with a project what helps and benefits the community and then um you have to do mock interviews so i bring in if they want to go into um, education i bring in somebody that would interview them for say a teaching job or if they want to go into engineering i bring someone in who would um, interview somebody for an engineer and so i teach them hey how to write a resume how to um, make a cover letter how to make all that stuff work together because eventually everybody's going to need to have that skill mm-hmm. and so that's um where i step in the schools don't really teach that anymore so that's where i step in and help with that part of their life that they're going to eventually need very good thanks for that explanation that uh, certainly clears a lot of things up for me and i'm sure for a lot of our listeners who may not be familiar with who you are what you do and why you do it and uh, we're going to get into volunteering in a little bit here but i think it's important to kind of tie all this together by saying the first tee coaches and this is off your website they're trained to create positive relationships that inspire youth to discover their individual potential so it's just real real important to recruit good coaches who are who know the game of golf and who are capable of passing these values along to your kiddos yes we um a lot of time since golf is a big part we need coaches that know the skills and know the rules they don't have to be excellent golfers to be a mentor or a coach or come out and help us they can you know just be a weekender that likes the game of golf Mm -hmm. as far as uh 
the uh, different options that are available. I see that there's quite a bit of flexibility in your program. We used the terms registration and unique earlier in the show. And uh, if a kid um, signs up for First Tee of Greater Tyler, why don't we talk a little bit about some of the different options they have, different programs that you have throughout the year, how they can mix and match, do one or all, or maybe just a few of the different programs. Well, we just finished up our summer camps, and those start in June and go all the way through July. And they are Monday through Thursday classes, and they are four hours long, and they get all the skills and all the opportunities just like if someone came in the fall. And um, that way in the fall, if they're playing soccer or baseball or anything, they can still get involved with First Tee. And then, so we have fall that will be starting up in September. Those Mm -hmm. are seven week classes and they are classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays. And they will be at Oakhurst, Emerald Bay and at Waldark. All righty. Talking to Stacia Aylor and Starless Skinner with the First Tee of Greater Tyler, I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. I know you wanted to talk about your school program, and I don't know that we've really uh, touched on that. We've basically been focused on what happens on the golf courses. So let's talk about the school program a little bit. Yeah, the school program is um, an excellent opportunity for school districts to get involved with our curriculum. Um, what they do is um, they get in touch with us. We get them the equipment that is needed. Uh, we provide the training. Um, there is a fee for that equipment unless we can find a donor uh, to help us uh, curb that cost for the school districts but once we get that curriculum into the schools then the PE teachers can administer that and get the kids excited about First Tee program and what goes on on course. Um, While they're in the PE class they use um, different kind of equipment. We use short golf equipment which is more of a plastic uh, golf club and tennis balls and um, velcro stuff that they use uh, in order Uh to connect everything so they get to learn those skills in the safety of a a pe class and then also be invited out to our programming that we do on course during the different seasons very good uh you're making use of a lot of different resources in the tyler community and i'll just take a moment here Uh, if you check the website there's a long list of partners this a lot of people and a lot of organizations in tyler have really bought into this concept and i think we'd be remiss if we didn't at least give that a passing mention a minute ago we were talking about coaching and volunteering let's get into that a little bit more deeply uh i don't know if we can get into coaching a lot more deeply than what starla just told us because that was a pretty good thumbnail description but if there's anything else that you wanted to say about coaching and then if we can kind of segue into what kinds of volunteers you're looking for and what the volunteers can expect uh, once they actually come on board with you? Yeah, coaching, I just, it is an amazing opportunity to be a coach. I did not realize till later the impact that each of us coaches have on different kids. Um, We need all kinds because you never know which kid you're going to connect with and which kid's going to come back and say you've made a positive impact on my life um you know there are kids i came from another chapter when i took over the program at tyler Mm -hmm. and it was very difficult for me to leave kids from my previous program Mm -hmm. and they still call me and i still follow them and i still when they do good i send them a text hey i'm proud of you um 
I send my kids that I have now text of, you know, hey, I know you did this. Um, you scored this at your last tournament. I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you. You know, what do you need for fall classes? What do we need to work on? So those are the sort of things that they know that they have someone cheering them on outside of their family. I'm really glad I asked you that question. There's just so much one-on-one. I mean, that just uh it's almost right at the very center of what you do it sounds like as far as volunteers are you looking for other kinds of volunteers besides coaches and um, if so or if not what are you looking for in a volunteer absolutely i'm looking for volunteers that can help um, maintenance our equipment Uh, we get lots of donations for um, golf clubs and golf balls and equipment that needs to be dispersed between our locations and make sure that all that is tidy and kept clean and perfect for our kids. Uh, I also need volunteers to help check in students um, or participants when we check in, make sure they go with the right group because each group will be a different color so they can stay together. And um, a lot of times just volunteers can walk through and ask them about the core value that day and connect with them so therefore they don't have to be wonderful golfers they just have to know what perseverance means or integrity or maybe what's your score at this at this point in the game and that way they're talking to adults and learning how to communicate better Talking to Stacia Alor and Starla Skinner with First Tee of Greater Tyler. I'm John Sims. This is in focus there at Oakhurst Golf Club in, in Bullard. Uh, that's your headquarters. You have a total of three facilities. Telephone number if you want to learn more, 903-705-7281, or check out that website, firstteegreatertyler.org. And I understand that people find out about you uh, in the ways I just mentioned and also in other ways. Uh, word of mouth, I'm sure, is always a big one. You send, put flyers out to the schools. What are some of the other ways that people find out about you that's basically the word of mouth um we are we do have on the golf channel nationwide they you know talk about first tee okay um all right. Yeah. Well, sounds like we pretty much covered the waterfront in yeah. fewer words than I expected. Uh, I want to get into your big event coming up August 30th, right down the road here. That's the Skills Challenge. But uh, how much does it cost, and how do you work with folks who are maybe a little bit financially challenged? I understand you have scholarships. That's right. Yes. Um, our average fee for programming is $60, and that's for the player level. And um little chippers are 40 and then they increase as you go through our levels but Mm -hmm. the average cost is 60 dollars and so if there's a family who um has difficulty affording that they apply during registration for financial assistance and we review that usually it coincides with those folks who already accept already receive assistance at the school districts for uh, reduced or free lunches and so we kind of align our financial assistance with with the schools as well so that's how financial assistance uh, comes into play we have generous donors who help us throughout Mm -hmm. the year to um, allow us to keep those fees low and then also provide for those scholarships for those for those kiddos who want to be in our programs um, but need that 
the financial aid. And speaking of donations, if you want to do financial or in-kind donations, all you need to do, I guess, is just go to the website and find that donation tab and go from there. That is correct. Yes, okay. Sir. Let's get into the big one here, the Skills Challenge, coming up on August 30th. That is your big fundraiser of the year, I believe. Tell us what goes on there, how it works, and how people can get involved. I guess you're mainly looking for sponsors right now, right? We are, yes. We are full. Um, we are proud to say that we um, are looking forward to welcoming 24 teams this year on the course at Cascades. And this is uh, the largest amount of teams that we've ever had for our um, annual tournament. So really excited to, to accept all of them. Also, um, yes, so as far as sponsors go, we have Cart Path and uh, Hole Sponsors, Putting Green and Cart Sponsor that are we're still looking for. So if you want to help us out and come out for a great event, those are some of the sponsorships still needed. All right, and you can go online to um, firsttgreatertyler.org. Uh, to find out more about that. Tell us how the Skills Challenge works. That in itself is pretty interesting to me. Is still, after all these years, kind of a newbie to the game of golf. Yes, sir. It's a four-man scramble, and so we have a shotgun start. Um, it'll be around 8.30 that morning. So the teams will start off at their particular hole, and throughout the course there'll be what we call challenge holes. So we'll have our participants um, that we've selected from birdie and above levels to go out there and do sort of like a, a demonstration for some of the skills that they use during our camps and classes and um, once the participant takes their shot then that team can also take their shots but then choose if theirs wasn't as good as the participant which many times we find out that it is not the participant usually they usually use the participant's ball um, where it lands so we're excited to have them out there they get to communicate with the um, players as well the participants do and it allows the uh, players at the tournament to get to know our kids and to see how they've progressed through our programs because uh, usually year after year we have a couple of those participants who can come back to the tournament um, each year and do those uh, skills for them and it's neat to see them grow um, and be able to tell their story each time they come to the tournament as well. Mm -hmm. uh, from your website again uh, the challenge holes they actually include lesson highlights from your first tee program camps and classes held at local golf courses. So it's really, along with being a fundraiser and just a lot of fun, it's a continued opportunity for people, participants, sponsors, just everybody involved to continue learning more about what you do and also reinforcing those values that you try and teach on a day-in, day-out basis? Yes, yes sir. Okay. Um, just a few minutes left in the show, and I think there are a few other things that we want to touch on here. Talking to Stacia Alor, Starless Skinner with uh, First Tee of Greater Tyler. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. And uh, maybe we have time to tell, uh, actually, one thing that I wanted to get to, your newest facility is at Waldert Park. Uh, it's only been up for, what, about a month now? Tell us what went into that strategy and how that's working out for you so far. Yes, sir. Um I believe we touched on it a little bit before where we have a lease with the city of Tyler. Uh -huh. And so that's been um, in effect since around 2008, whenever Tyler Jr. Golf, our, our parent or our parent main order. name yeah. of, of our organization, we're a DBA of First Tee Greater Tyler. Um, and that just started as a dream, especially for our previous program director, had plans drawn up, um, uh, just wanted to reach those kids. 
previously we were at the boys and girls club as an office there had a wee links course in the back I remember that yeah there and so uh, whenever that building was going to be sold then we were going to lose our space there that's when we wanted to go to oakhurst and have our um, main offices there but we really really had the dream to get back to north tyler be a part of that community reach those kiddos in that area and so that's where walder park uh, the vision there came to fruition we we're able to to get that facility built um through generous donations of a large foundation um as well as local donors mm-hmm. so i know it's only been a few weeks still early in the game how's that working out for you so far going pretty well we've had two camps there so far um we had 10 in the first week and i believe 12 in the next week and so uh, we're just excited to be there we're partnering some as well with promise academy which is a private school across the street they're k through five yeah i and believe so they're actually in the old boys and girls club they building. are yeah yes and so some of their kids kiddos come over after their um, summer educational camp and they came over for a physical education camp with us um, after they completed their lessons there and then we also opened it up to the public for other kiddos to come in for those camps um, we have registration open as well for classes during uh the fall mm-hmm. semester uh, sounds wonderful and uh do you and i i think we've probably already answered this question over the last 29 minutes do you envision first tea of greater tyler just growing reaching more people in the coming years absolutely yeah. definitely our goal is to get up to 700 registrations in a year and i think we're well on our way to getting there okay each year you have about 500 registered and then 250 to 400 in what you call the unique category so i guess that pretty much uh says it all right there and in any time frame you want 700 next year the year after just sometime in the next few years are you not sure about that as soon as possible there you go (laughs) asap okay and again uh, you can find out more by going to that website firsttgreatertyler.org or calling 903-705-7281 um headquarters at oakhurst golf club in bullard also locations at emerald bay and uh wolder park and don't forget the big skills challenge coming up august 30th still looking for sponsors that's going to be at the cascades uh just about out of time but uh this has been very informative for me certainly for our listeners as well stacia alor and starla skinner with the first tee of greater tyler thanks so much for dropping by and getting us up to speed on the great things you're doing Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. You bet. Stacia Aylor, Starla Skinner, our guest this morning on In Focus from First Tee of Greater Tyler. I'm John Sims, and that is our show for this week. Wish we had more time to talk, but we got to run. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you again, as always, next week on In Focus. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, Monday at 11 on your only local news radio, KTBB and KTBB.com.